0: Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris and today we're gonna go uh, into an album review actually kind of two album reviews that we haven't talked about in any depth and it's it's actually a standard straightforward Beatles album which we haven't done in a very long time (laughs) yeah two for
1: one though you're gonna get with the Beatles
0: and meet the Beatles that's right yes so both sides of the pond on this one because they're both very important albums and very kind of curious so They they have interesting stories and uh you know we're gonna talk we'll start out about kind of how we got into each of these albums but uh, i think they also probably like everything in the world today have really strong partisanship on either side so you tend to be a meet the beatles person or a with the beatles person depending on your age yeah. maybe your background your what uh, you think is canon yeah what you think is canon right right, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah so yeah it's, well i guess hot. we'll
1: start on 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 my side of the coin yeah. and i it, this we will we'll keep this uh story short because i've told it before on the podcast i think on on our anniversary 100th
0: Oh, anniversary
1: yeah. i, t- I t- told the story of how did we get into the beatles and told the story of i i heard when the cd's were being released in the 80s i believe i had probably heard some beatles before that i maybe even had heard sergeant pepper on a cassette but a, a radio station from terre haute indiana which i could get in pretty clearly in uh, central illinois Uh, where I grew up, was going to play the Please Please Me and With the Beatles because they were going to be released on CD and they got a copy. So we're going to play them back to back. So I got my tape ready and I recorded (laughs) both of them. So I wore that tape out on With the Beatles. So that was me. I, I came into it very much a Please Please Me With the Beatles CD really. And then when the CDs came out, get i finally got a cd player the white album was out by the time i got a cd player so it
0: was oh wow a, a
1: little uh longer to get my uh parents to buy me a cd yeah. player but as soon as i get a cd player i'm like get the white album get get abbey road and then go back and get all of the rest of them, you know so uh but yeah i uh very much was a with the beatles guy very much knew with the beatles and i don't think i have ever <laughs> listen to meet the beatles until this week oh my god isn't that incredible
0: that is wow well that i'm like the complete opposite so uh when i I, so i got into the beatles in 1984 85 i guess something like that uh and you know there were no cds that were available so you had records and that's what you checked out from the library and that's what you checked out from your friends or your parents so yeah, uh, I have a copy of Meet the Beatles. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the original here that I, quote, borrowed and never returned. <laughs> uh, a grade school friend of mine named Craig. And Uh-oh. I don't know whatever happened to him, but I have his parents' <laughs> Meet the Beatles record here. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Uh, but yeah, speaking of wearing it out, I wore this one out. So I definitely bought the American albums because I, I bought them on record first so i oh, know it was wow. kind of a i didn't know there was such a thing until i'd read it that there was such a thing as with the beatles so i thought it was oh yeah like you know when you're nine or ten you don't know the the nuance and the the really minute details of u.s versus uk pressings and all of that so yeah this was just kind of it was meet the beatles and that it has famous songs on it and starts out with i want to hold your hand and yeah, it's great. Yeah, so, uh, so that was me. So that was I was very different, opposite of you. Well, that's funny. Uh,
1: was that the first? Do you know if that was the first Beatles record you listened
0: to, too, or not? No, I don't <laughs> think it. I don't think it was. I think the first one I had was Twenty Greatest Hits. Yeah, which I think we oh, talked yeah. about. Which yeah. it wasn't wasn't a very great collection, but it did yeah. have at least some of the, you know, the big stuff on it. And that then I started. I think I uh got you know sergeant pepper i still have I think that i got, one. like rock and roll music or something like yeah, that yeah it was on like a on compilation set mm-hmm. yeah yeah something like that yeah exactly so this was yeah very i'm glad we have a very different yeah perspective here
1: yeah well you know and i came into it with the cd's and 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 that's the canon that's the, yeah. the, the i think what the we UK think of now and the decision was made when they are like okay we're going to put beatles out on cd uh you know they had to consider how to go about releasing them so they went with the UK yeah. which i think is the right move
0: yeah for yeah. sure uh
1: of course you can get the uh, uh you know the us albums on, yeah. on the, they they were released all of, i
0: don't know several years ago at this point yeah it was in the early 2000s i think 2004 and 5 they came out on cd yeah, yeah. So you can get those, but I never really paid any attention to
1: those, as I've said many times as we've done these U.S. album uh, uh, episodes on uh, Hey Jude and things like that. So I never really listened to any of them, paid any attention to them. So it was interesting to listen to that. We'll talk about that at the end towards the end of the episode. But I think, you know, when we're thinking about Beatles albums, everybody talks about the. the the UK releases so this would be the second release from the UK before we get into a track by track what about the statistics when did these come out which one came out first
0: yeah so we'll do a little bit of background here so everybody probably knows that the, the please please me was the first album released in 1963 and that was uh released back in March and then Uh, So, With the Beatles was released eight months after Please Please Me and was recorded during the summer and into the fall of 63, so Mm -hmm. in July through October, and it was, as you might expect, uh, a huge hit, but we were just talking before the podcast about when it came out. Very interesting, I think, uh, certainly Americans... We'll know this date, uh, but I think probably a lot of other people will too, uh, but it came out on November 22nd, 1963. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did When what, of course that was the same day as the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, so, but of course Americans, it wasn't released in America at that time. So you wouldn't have thought about it, uh, but yeah, it was a huge hit. Uh, it definitely went to number one and lots of chart success. Uh, so as you would expect, and then the meet the Beatles version, the U S version was released on January 20th, 1964, which was, and we're going to talk about this when we could talk more about the American about meet the Beatles, but really brilliant timing because just a couple of weeks later, the Beatles would be here. Yeah. And so it was like, you got to have product, fresh product, with their hit single it's like yeah. we'll get into all this but the this is released right at a good time yeah and say. i think i think they had been trying to get stuff released yeah they, in yeah,
1: 63 yeah. and nobody was biting uh except for this weird label from chicago vj right yeah and there's they actually had a really finally figured out oh no we've, we've we should have <laughs> been releasing this stuff and and put out a kind of a version of please please me Mm -hmm. a couple like a week before meet the beatles came out like pretty pretty quickly before meet the beatles came out and kind of so vj records kind of missed the boat and i think there was some confusion about some royalty payments they weren't doing right or something like that so they ended up losing the contract because they had a kind of exclusive contract to release music but
0: didn't 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 do well. No, and it was too hard to compete with Capitol Records too. I mean, that's that's yeah. the big, big giant in America at that time. So yeah, yeah. They, that there's a lot of there's actually some Bruce Spizer and some other people have written books on on that drama between VJ and Capitol, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, and but, we'll put a link to the notes about a, a of a video that I I watched
1: where uh, focusing on the Meet the Beatles release and and kind of oh, explains. Great explains all of that uh, in minutiae, but uh, back right. to with the Beatles.
0: Yes. So, well, I should say last thing about oh, meet the yep. Beatles was number one for 11 weeks. Oh yeah. And then, and then it was replaced by the Beatles second album. Yeah. So it just <laughs> kind of like the Beatles stayed on the charts in America. So it was the yeah. the new thing. So, yeah, but as we yeah. said, and you know, when we're comparing these two albums, we're going to focus on with the Beatles, but uh, they have a different numbers of songs. They have different running orders. There are about, I think nine songs in common between both LPS. yeah, and uh, just kind of a very different listening experience. So uh, but yeah, like we'll start because it's chronological and it's part of our canon. We'll start with their yeah. discussion of with the Beatles first. All
1: right, so with the Beatles, it starts with "It Won't Be Long." Of course, a a great opener or a great fourth song, depending yeah, on, exactly. If, depending on where you're coming from, um, yeah, I think we, uh, "It Won't Be Long." The, the background vocals are kind of the superstar of of that one, yeah. uh, uh, and I, I these early John sings lead, and background vocals are the the other guys, and they're sort of responding, uh, are just great especially like, a, like the, please please
0: me was kind of like that too same yes. thing. come on come on yeah john and yeah and there's a it, particularly that the portion of this song where it's like you left me you left me here on my mm-hmm. own is just brilliant stuff. yeah so yeah yeah i was playing this song the other day with a with a former student of mine who comes by to Uh, jam sometimes we get the guitars out, just like George and Paul get the guitars out Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, and we this was one of the songs we played and we both stopped and said what a great tune this is like I wish they would heard it live but it would be hard to play live because there's a lot going on and it's uh, with the background vocals and pretty sophisticated harmonically but I like it also because it's a good opener that starts with the name of the song right away, catches you. It won't be long, yeah. yeah. Grabs you with no other music, no instruments, just the voice. So,
1: So, excellent, excellent song. I've always loved it. Yep. Uh, And then uh, All I've Got to Do is a a second uh, track, and I've always thought All I've Got to Do is pretty underrated. Me
0: too, me too. I totally
1: agree. I like the off-kilter cymbal and drum pattern. I think that's really cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the opening with the just the chord, the augmented chord, just kind of mysterious. And then John pops in. Whenever I, yeah. Do you think his voice sounds a little different? On
1: I, I, I was really listening to it. Really listening to his voice. I think he's a little hoarse. He does on this sound, one, but he yeah. just sounds a little different. But not yeah. not bad at all. Uh, um, um, and I really like at the end of the song. There's a. It, it like it's like the song's gonna keep going, but it's just all humming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a neat little touch.
1: Yeah, most songs don't end like that. Uh no. but Um, a, a pattern that will happens throughout this album is romantic songs too. So it's yeah,
0: a, yeah, definitely a very romantic, uh, song. So. And it reminds you the. You know, as as we know, as the albums and the Beatles went on, there were fewer John tracks. But I would say that's it's, it's a lot of well, it's fairly balanced on this one, but there's a lot of John. Actually, John really makes a strong impact with the first two songs right off the bat here. Yeah. So yeah. Two good originals. And then we go to I think we
1: talked about this in a did we do a full under the microscope on this, maybe even all my we, loving we've talked about it a lot if not we've talked about it a lot and of course the super super fast rhythm guitar is kind of yeah. a superstar of this one and i love how the vocals the vocal lines doubled on it and then they become harmony vocals this yeah. time so i think that's really cool and it's just paul too yeah. right
0: funny. no no george or john yeah, yeah.
1: so this any, is... any
0: other thoughts on all my loving just the these are there are a few songs on here or on the other album that I just really associate with the Ed Sullivan show or with live. you know this was yeah. the first song they played so it really stands out and you can imagine you just like I was walking taking a walk listening to this album and just I was getting the visuals of them performing. and I wish there were some perform live performances of some songs on here. I think they would have been great. Uh, but this one they did do a lot and very famously so very energetic good guitar solo um just, yeah yeah great rhythm guitar sometimes that quick rhythm
1: rhythm guitar pattern thing in the live performances is like blows you out of the water it almost yeah. like over overpowers everything else cuz they couldn't really balance <laughs> no <laughs> there's no not a guy there with like you know on the on microscopic, the microscopic uh, uh, yeah, yeah changes uh, yeah. yeah like you get now so um no, no, it's, it's great. in so it changes at bright times and everything.
0: <laughs> right. No, no. No. But you do it's hear soundboard. the the uh, I was also thinking about how bad the stereo version is when I was listening to it and just I mean it helped me hear the instruments a little better because I could focus on yeah. Paul's walking bass line, but it just sounds crappy. Yeah that, that stereo mix. Uh so yeah, you gotta hear wait the I... a lot
1: I, I want to complain for a second. Streaming. Why can't we get... We've got all the Beatles albums streaming, right? Yep. Why can't we get the mono versions of them? I know. I know. Why not? What What's the holdup on that? What's the... To, to get the mono versions, I got to go pay $1,000 <laughs> on eBay to get the <laughs> albums because I stupidly didn't buy them when they were out.
0: You and me both.
1: Or yeah. I got to buy the CDs, which I don't want to buy the CDs. I want either vinyl or streaming. That's just me. Yeah. If you're, uh, oh, well, I, well, there's other to ways CDs to get in it My too. car. Yeah. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> so it's just, uh, it, it frustrates me because I, yeah. I went have to, you have to do fall off a truck version. Right. Exactly. When I hear the, mono. <laughs> the Dutch imports, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, right. Uh, uh, and then we get, don't bother me the first ever george song yeah
0: yeah what's your what's your feeling about don't bother me well you and i have some history with this one because we uh, fun fact here chris and i used to jam a lot together when we were college students and when i would come visit so we we recorded this song there's a recording that exists somewhere of us performing don't bother me so i think we both liked it i think it's the Uh, it's it's got a weird vibe to it uh it's kind of like sort of out of tune and kind of
1: yeah it's a muddy guitar sound like it, it, it would be this would this one i'm looking forward to the day where we get a full um giles martin slash uh new process from um who's the guy who did the oh peter jackson peter yeah uh Giles Martin slash Peter Jackson uh AI recreated yeah. uh instrument separation stereo mix because I think it could they could fix some issues on this because I feel like some of the guitar sound muddier, you know, there's that stomping sound, which is <laughs> is sort of like what is it? I couldn't I couldn't put my foot literally literally a foot on what it is too is it a stomping is I, it a guitar that's t- totally muted that they're sort of like pounding or something yeah i don't know and then you got uh paul's playing the claves too I yeah know. yeah
0: so, um, and bongos i think are on there or it's just yeah. kind of a kind of a weird track but yeah, it's an odd track but
1: i like the idea of the song sort of like this girl's left me so don't bother me i'm t- i I'm, t- I'm too pissy of a mood <laughs> <laughs> to be to be bugged
0: it's very george i think it really <laughs> introduced george to the world really well yeah so, um yeah, yeah not so, bad not bad uh then you get little child
1: what what's your <laughs> what's your feeling on little child is it do you feel like it's a weaker track
0: i i yeah i mean i i think a lot of people would put this probably in the lower lower tier for yeah. sure very short a minute 50 yeah, uh, kind of tossed off. It's got the harmonic, lots of harmonica all over yeah. the place. Whole
1: harmonica solo. Yeah, yeah
0: solo. Uh, hmm. Simple blues, twelve-bar blues. Uh, not so. Just yeah, very very tossed off. Kind of a just. I guess it. It is the fastest song. Well, no, it won't be long. It's pretty fast, uh, but it, it certainly has a lot of energy. I guess we'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, that some of these were starting to get slightly, like, like uh, Don't Bother Me, like we were talking about, slightly a different, it's not just a love song type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Little Child's the most bass, <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> won't you dance with me? You know, it's like. Yeah, it's not, corny. It's not really, yeah, it's not really like pressing the, you know, turning off your body, relaxing and floating down a street <laughs> no. or anything like that. It's, uh. <laughs> Quite the opposite, so yeah. But it's it doesn't bother me at all. No. no, none of the. By the way, no, no, I love this album. None of these bother me, even the skippers. Yeah, not really any skippers. I'll play the whole album because what the good thing about these the weaker tracks like Little Child is they are short. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like uh, getting on to the next one now, Dave. Why do you hate? till there was you so much you've always I, stated know, i don't, know if, no, I you don't. despise
0: <laughs> you loathe till there was you it's no your least no, favorite no. track ever created you must be comparing that <laughs> thinking of a uh, taste of honey oh, <laughs> yeah. that's that's one of my least favorite ones <laughs> no you but
1: know. i do think i like this better than you so wait, wait yeah
0: uh, uh why i think it just because of well first i want to say it's the first cover song up to this point on the album yeah is kind of a remarkable thing uh, that they felt strongly enough even about little child to put it ahead of you know an established song from the music man like till there was you or the motown tunes or the yeah know, the girl group stuff uh no till there was you i, I like it um yeah. it's got great acoustic great acoustic guitar solos oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, george sounds terrific i think i, I maybe it's just over overdone i think i've heard it too many times uh but it's and, and seen yeah. it, as soon as it, you see it live it's like oh here we go another three minutes <laughs> or it's only oh gosh it's only two minutes and 18 seconds but it seems yeah. longer for some reason yeah another but,
1: romantic song
0: yes but you probably like paul's pronunciations uh sore and uh, <laughs> winging and wing gig yeah he, uh, it's got uh, uh <laughs> some, good, some good paul uh vocalisms on it
1: yeah it's it's eh, musically good it is yeah it is sort of like the maybe the um paul being the the thought of paul being lame yeah yeah it sort of plays into that a little bit yeah um here's another question dave which one do you want do you want the sue rainy nelson riddle oh version do you want the beatles version or do you want the Rod Stewart uh,
0: Big <laughs> Songbook version? Which one? Ooh, I've never heard the Rod Stewart version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go listen to that one. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd probably go with Nelson Riddle. I think. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we talked about that at one point and it was we did. That was a great cover. So, yeah. yeah. So then we finish the side with another cover. That's right. So these eh, and all these covers are pretty well
1: done. Uh, mm. uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, This one's got delivered the (laughs) letter. The sooner the better. better. (laughs) Please, Mr. Postman, of course, we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Please, Mr.
0: Postman? Well, the the outstanding stuff here, again, is the background vocals. It's that that call and response thing going on. Please, Mr. Postman, look and see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kind of that back and forth. So. Uh, I, I like this one. I like it better than some of the other covers on this album. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I, yeah, I've always been a fan of "Please, Mister Postman." There is
1: towards the end. There's one really weird, very loud background vocal from Paul. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> so listen for that next time. Okay. You listen for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which do you want here? Do you want the Marvellettes? Mm. The Beatles. Or the Carpenters
0: with the. Ooh, the, the Carpenters. So. Well, I do love some girl groups. Uh, I think those are pretty great. So probably the Marvelettes.
1: I I probably heard the Carpenters one first hmm. because my my one of my brothers was really into the Carpenters. Oh, really? Really, really into the Carpenters. So wow. he
0: he played the Carpenters all the time. So did you hear ticket to ride by the carpenters before uh, yeah the probably Beatles? yeah, <laughs> probably so <laughs> yeah, it's weird, weird, but hmm. uh
1: yeah' I'll, uh, I'll go with the Beatles on this one, yeah, that's pretty um, good. okay, roll over in another I, I flip that side, flip that side, got another cover version, yeah, um, I think George is really really fantastic on this one, uh, both on guitar and vocals, yeah, and I think Ringo kicks ass on it, yes. Uh, but we're getting we're starting to get too many claps
0: <laughs> right a lot of claps am i right there's <laughs> a lot of claps on this a lot it? of clap <laughs> chris for new listeners chris is not a fan of the claps yeah uh, and they're all over this one especially yeah. once as it gets going uh yeah this was again i think of it as a live song that they played a lot because it was George's, well, it was the first song they played in America at the uh, Coliseum, the Washington Coliseum was roll over Beethoven. So there's George introducing everybody and then some claps to go with it. Yeah. Uh, some Chuck Berry. But... Uh, now, it, yeah, Dave,
1: yeah. which, which version oh. do you want? You want uh, Chuck Berry <laughs> version is pretty good. You want uh, Beatles, so do you want one with, with my group Well, bring in four orchestras? <laughs> And I come in and ELO and we'll always always rock to it at the end of the concert
0: yeah it's like a big jam real long and we should say chris has a, he just put on his jeff lynn shades here <laughs> i love it uh, that, it was their closer wasn't it for yeah it was uh, their, it still just, is, it still I saw is. Him
1: a couple of years ago you
0: still closing with it so yeah That one's over the top because it's got the four orchestras and the the whole whole production. Yeah, like a lot of that type of stuff. But yeah, the Chuck
1: Berry version though is just oh, it's classic. And I I really liked. I've been rewatching, although there's an episode missing. I've found on YouTube the history of rock and roll. Hmm. If you've never watched that, um, it is fantastic, and um, they're truly like doing paying the true homage to some of these some of these greats like Chuck Berry and yeah uh, and that they really were the I mean it's not you know a lot of people are like oh yeah rock and roll started with the song Rock Around the Clock.
0: <laughs> yeah no didn't like, no
1: come on. <laughs> no so but uh, no. yeah so there's there's some good Chuck Berry in there and hilarious little Richard again.
0: Oh yeah oh always so, over the top. Yeah so yeah
1: no I'll I, I, I listen to it he, and then they go, woo, they make my, make my, my toes shoot up in my boot. Uh, little Richard there. So oh, but yeah. anyway, uh, Chuck Berry definitely on roll over Beethoven.
0: Yeah. And of course I like it being a classical musician. And he talks yeah. about Beethoven and Tchaikovsky. So, I mean, yeah. What more can you say? <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to another uh, new tune original. Yeah. Kind of a strange song. This yes. one, hold me tight. Yes. Uh, not that I don't like it,
1: but uh, one thing is, and this happens a couple of times in this album, and I think it's from their early writing. It's I'm a little confused, like the title is Hold Me Tight, but the chorus really lands on It's You, right. You, 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 <laughs> You, You, It's like, oh, is this song called It's You? No. Yeah. It's called Hold Me Tight. So that's weird. It starts as if they're in the middle of the song. Uh huh. Um, this one really, you get that clapping. A lot of clapping. And even the cymbals too. drop out at some point. And we're getting. I'm and pretty then, sure. Oh, and it also has the slow, slow down ending on this yeah. one. Yeah.
0: It's a strange tune. I think it's, I think it was a leftover from the Please, Please Me album. Uh, I think hmm. it was that same considered for inclusion on that album uh i had a friend you may remember him too as andy leach he was interviewed i interviewed him many years ago on the podcast he's at the rock and roll hall of fame uh in the library but Mm -hmm. i had uh we that we used to jam together when we were undergrads and his he's always said his favorite song was favorite Beatles song was hold me tight and i could never he could never explain why and he just loved it but there you have it so I mean, it does have the good con and response, and it does it, I mean it's strange maybe it's
1: just because it's so particular and strange, and yeah it's got four or five different weird
0: things in it. it so, does it, yeah. I didn't think about the the fact that it really does almost sound like we're in the middle of the song when it yeah starts, yeah, yeah, gets going I, I
1: think it sounds like a lot of their other uh, it's like it's like a song. It's almost like an AI created the song <laughs> to sound like their other song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A little awkward. So, a little yeah, awkward. it's a little awkward. Uh, and
1: then we go back to another cover song. Of course, we I think we both had, well, a couple of these cover songs coming up, but this one uh, was very high on my yes. list when
0: we yes. talked about the cover songs and that's You Really Got a Hold On Me. Yeah. I think uh, for you, it might have been the uh, Squeeze please yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that call and response again That's but right. it's I, I think we both liked it because it's really different it's got a very different feel with the do 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 yeah that kind of slow r&b bluesy kind of sound uh smoky robinson so i yeah it's always been a favorite and good background vocals so which one do you want here do you want i know it's coming here yeah Smokey Romans and the Miracles.
1: Do you want the Beatles version or do you want Eddie Money? Ooh.
0: <laughs> Ooh. I listened to the Eddie Buddy today. It's it's different. Different? Okay. <laughs> You're giving me some yeah. new ones to check out. I'd probably go with the Beatles on this one.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean the Miracles one's great too. It is. They're both it is. they're both uh uh equally pretty amazing.
0: So. well and Chris, I would be remiss. I think you you missed an opportunity here. On Uh-oh. the previous song to give me a comparison. Do I want the Beatles hold me tight? Or wings hold oh, me tight from Red hold Rose Speedway?
1: Tight. Oh hugging me right. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll go with the Beatles. Medley. Yeah. I definitely like the Beatles one. Even though that's weird. It's yeah. like, can yeah. I write, can I write a weirder, a weirder hold me tight? Yep. Hug me right.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um now we get some Ringo yeah yeah we haven't talked about Ringo really much you mentioned his drumming sounds great on "Roll Over, Beethoven his drumming sounds great always uh but on this one he sings uh and we know this was written for the stones and they recorded it and uh I I don't know am I going to be in trouble if I say I don't like this song I never really have one thing I think this song does
1: good is I feel like the whirl, the rhythm, they're they're trying to capture this sort of delta blues, sort of mm. like wor, whirring kind of rotational sounding mm-hmm. thing, and I think they do it. Um, uh, the background vocals—if you just—if we get isolated background vocals on this, uh, uh somewhere, it's hilarious. There's yeah. wild screaming. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's both John and Paul, so it's yeah, very, yeah, very fun. That part's very fun, but yeah, it's not that great.
0: No, actually, I like the Stones version better. If I'm gonna pick, yeah, between the two, I don't like either of them. Actually, honest. I don't like the song.
1: I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like. Yeah, I think it's the song. Is it's the, the song. It's like it's sort of, I want to be your man. I want to be your man. It's like, okay, oh, but you do. Get we go a... to a different.
0: Oh. What? You get a good Ringo, oh, like we like in uh, Boys. Yeah. He does one of those. Yeah, a third yeah. George song. Yeah,
1: no wonder he got so frustrated later because he I know. got all these tracks on this album, and then um, um, they took it away from him, and then <laughs> well,
0: he... eventually would have given it back to him.
1: Uh, yeah, that's the Devil
0: in Her Heart. Yeah, and thinking about that. George sang a lot of songs on the Decca audition he sang a bunch mm-hmm. on the bbc session so yeah yeah uh devil in her heart another girl group tune i like this one i i know it's a very slight song but i like it i think it's catchy i love the yeah. guitar licks <laughs> do, do, do,
1: do, 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 do. yeah that
0: descending guitar riff yeah
1: it's sort of like a light sort of yeah. like oh, we're, we're on an island it's or very something. tropical sounding yeah. yeah so it makes it feel like easy and yeah. nice uh and I like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> All that. <laughs> now, the Don A's. This is a cover of the Don A's, which was Devil in His Heart. Right. And and for the life of me, I can't find another. It's it's strange for a Beatles song, even a cover of Beatles song. Usually people are like, oh, I got to cover Beatles songs. Yeah. But you can barely find any covers of this. So I, hmm. I don't know if universally this is like not thought of as a good tracked by most people Um uh, yeah. but yeah it's very very few covers of it hmm.
0: um out there that's funny I, as i said i love the girl group songs uh probably more than the 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 r&b bluesy type songs i love the vocal harmonies so yeah. I, I like this yeah. one a lot I me just, too me too i
1: really like uh yeah girl group type, yeah motown type yeah tracks are amazing exactly so, um not a second time. So this this is uh not the last track of this album is the last track of the other album. We'll talk a minute about is that weird or not? Yeah. But um semi-weak track, I believe. <laughs> um it but but interesting lyrics subject wise again. Yeah. And and so they're starting to get more, not just hey girl, I I like you, girl, come come over but this is like mm, i'm not going to be no no it's like like I, I i once remember i asked a girl uh to do something i went to pick her up and her parents were like no she's not here she's she went to skateland so i was like all right and then the girl comes uh up to me a couple of days later and she's like oh i'm so sorry yeah uh, yeah you want to do something this weekend i was like no no <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. You lost your chance. Yeah. Not a second time. No. No, 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 so, no, no. Yeah. So, I think it is interesting as far as that goes. It's like uh um I've already cried. I've already had the <laughs> crying yeah. over you. I'm not going to, you know, gonna put myself through this crap again. So, um and it, and there's an interesting guitar uh piano solo on Yes, this. Very, from George very, Martin. From George Martin and a very low. Yes. piano solo, too. Yeah, in uh, a low register.
0: Uh, but it's eh, semi weak. Yeah, overall. Uh, yeah, I, I maybe I like it a little more than you. I think what you said a while ago just makes sense to me. I always thought this was the last song in the album. So then, when the the last song on with the Beatles appears, I'm like, oh, is this is a bonus track. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whereas I'm like, oh, you're not going to end on this song. And they did. I know because my <laughs> album, my Meet the Beatles, ends on not a second time. Uh, this song. Was uh, it's kind of a dark sounding song. Uh, it's minor key, kind of a, a downer tune, which I think is uh, which makes it stand out a bit more from some of the earlier songs on the album that were more positive. So, for that, I find it interesting, and I do like the piano solo. And it's really John. I don't. There's not even background vocals on this. I think it's just John. Isn't that right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Just him. So. Just John. So kind of an interesting way to have their last original on the album. Uh, and you know who actually loved this song and wrote a song based on it? And actually who loved this entire album, thought it was the best album. Kurt Cobain. It'll... Oh, so yeah. There's an early Nirvana song uh, about a girl, I think it's called. And it's, it's based on this tune. And you can really tell. So... So somebody loved it. Kurt Cobain loved not a second time, and with the Beatles. So, yeah. But as I said, that's not the last song on the album. We've got one. No. That we we end with a cover, and probably that's one right. of their most famous covers that I think you and I both have rated pretty highly in the past.
1: Yeah, which one do you want? The uh, Beatles or the Ringo? Oh gosh, oh. <laughs> of money. That's Ooh. what I want. I think uh-huh. you had this number. You're number one.
0: Yeah, it was I think it's one of my favorite yeah. covers. Uh, John just sounds so great. They are grooving. It's a tight groove. Uh the background vocals, it's just got it all. I, I actually like the Barry Gordy version too, but this is pretty Yeah, there's great.
1: there's so many good versions yeah. of this. There's that that one that's sort of I I don't know who the group is. It's like an 80s type one. And that's yeah. give me money. That's yes, what I guess. Yes. I can't remember the name of that that group, but uh yeah, that one's good. You know, there's, there's uh, the miracles. There's, yeah. uh,
0: you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on on this one. And the Ringo uh, one is by uh, far the worst. Just, just <laughs> dreadful, <laughs> atrocious. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. agree. That's that's agree. doesn't add a, that's the one that has auto tune on it. I think it's really terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oof. Yeah. So, what do you think about it ending? Ending the 14 songs with I. I think yeah. it's great. I mean, yeah. I think
1: it's great and very, like, it sends you off in a, like, that's what I want, pom, 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 pom. We did. Yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we really killed it. Yeah. Whereas not a second time ends in a different way. It's like, ends in a more of a floating off in a, oh, no, 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 right. a second time. Ah, bye.
0: Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye, John. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So overall, pretty strong, I'd say. I mean. Comp- yeah it's a you know a lot of groups we have that sophomore slump where they they make a great first album or a al- first album that really catches fire and then their second one is weaker because they're trying to recapture it but this one i think that it's got a good mix of covers and a good mix of originals some of the originals aren't terrific but they're fine and yeah. it just shows their I mean the development. I think it's it's a step above. Please please me, in their singing, in their overdubs and song choices.
1: Uh, totally agree. Totally agree. I think it's great. I've always enjoyed it. I mean, it's you know many of the Beatles albums. I, I you, you, uh, you uh get such rose colored glasses. for Yeah, them. you do. So when we're going through these track by tracks, try to like look at them like. Without those rose-colored glasses, but all that said, I never skip anything on this. No, even stuff I'm like, it's like I said, it was a little weaker or whatever. Great album, fantastic album, start to finish.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, thumbs and way you, up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you don't even have to skip that much because the album's only thirty-one minutes. So yeah, <laughs> now if you want something now, even if shorter, you want
1: something yeah. shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so, my problem with the American albums, so moving on to the American Yeah,
0: album. so talking about Meet the Beatles here.
1: So, they, what they do is they strip off almost all of the cover versions. Right. So, no, please, Mr. Postman, Roll Over Beethoven, Devil in Her Heart, Money, and You Really Got a Hold on Me, two really great ones. They take those off. Right. To keep it mostly originals i sort of agree i sort of agree that's a good strategy particularly you're coming out in america for the first time really you've had uh uh, like you you want the most success you can get so and you want to introduce them well this is really what we are we write our own songs yeah a lot so so meet the beatles you add in the single, the double-sided single that came out basically in America, which was two, 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 two an A side of "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and a B side of "I Saw Her Standing There." Like, how how great of a introductory single could that be?
0: Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: Um, and then "This Boy," which I've always loved, which I, yeah. I think is a terrific song. Third, so yep. <laughs> so, so we get "I Want to Hold Your Hand." I saw her standing there. This boy. Meet the Beatles has those and then it won't be long. All I've got to do all my loving. That's your first side. Wow. Insane.
0: Yeah. insane. Is there a better first side on anything anywhere? (laughs) No. I I mean, a lot of people say the Beatles second album is also start to finish. This is kind of similar. is not a clunker on there and it's just one great one after another. But, you know, I, I, so this is the thing about the American album. So, you know, well, there's a long story. Lots of people have written books about it. But the producer or the, the guy who released this was Dave Dexter. And actually, I, I live in Kansas City, Missouri. A lot of his stuff is in our, at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, where I teach. Uh, we have his whole archive. And so I went in one time and listened to an interview we have all of his notes from Capitol records he was a a and r guy or he's kind of a the guy looking for the next big things and he was a jazz guy and he didn't like the beatles and he talks about it on this interview i heard he's like this guy didn't think these guys were very good i wanted to listen to nelson riddle or frank sinatra or whoever but you know i couldn't ignore them any further because everybody was talking about them so i thought That the beatles album to make this album american audiences wouldn't just take the british one we had to put the hits right away and you know the beatles talk we how many times have we heard oh we wanted to give our fans more value so we didn't make them purchase the song twice yeah just you buy the single and then you get a new song on the album and That would that, Dave that Paul? That's my Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Uh sorry, Scott. Well, now I feel like you know, I, know. I, I was
1: talking about all my all my impressions, but the guy from a couple episodes I of know, him, Scott.
0: Yeah. Scott just like uh I know he uh, makes blew me us look all look away. Like idiot. I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But yeah. Paul, you know, the Beatles would always say that we wanted to give good value. Well, Dave Dexter didn't care. He yeah. he he just wanted the best songs and to put them all together and what he knew the American audience really well I think yeah and what they would buy and I don't think the beat you know he felt they didn't want all these covers they want the hits and like well, that one two punch of I want to hold your hand and I saw her standing there is just whoa really yeah. knocks you out so I think that what do you think of that whole philosophy or the theory behind this album that way well I I. Yeah, I
1: understand the philosophy. I also understand there is a... These American albums, there's a financial reason, I think, something with the um, the way that the royalties are set up of why you get 12 tracks instead of 14 mm. tracks. Yeah. And it is, it's like you're getting less bang for your buck as the consumer. Right. So that's what's always bothered me about the American albums additionally and i i can't really speak to this sound quality wise but i do think that in the american versions of the album some of the tracks were like actual dubs yes that they didn't so it's not even like the original tape and it's not for sure we know we already know the mono versus the stereo of of some of the like oh let's let's really sweat over the mono version (laughs) of this and then all right, we're done. P- turn it over to the B group to do the stereo version. Yeah. Well, now imagine it's not even them. It's like <laughs> a, across the seas people, they don't give a crap. They're just trying to put something out there
0: to, you know, that's listenable. <laughs> well, so, and that's and that's Dave you know. Dexter and he did do that. He, we know and we I think we talked about it in one of the other American albums. He put reverb, he added reverb to tracks yeah. and kind of Uh, monkeyed around with it and and then this album uh, i want to hold your hand and i saw her standing there have uh we call fake duophonic stereo mixes so they just took the mono and put them together and Mm -hmm. made two mono tracks and made them into stereo tracks so they're they're fake so they're kind of unique in that way at least these american albums have stuff you won't hear anywhere else yeah but yeah it's kind of a little bit cheap in the way they they do things and monkeying with it but and and me not having the
1: i don't have a copy of that yeah so i had to rely on the uh u.s re-release of the you know that that cd set that where they you you have a mono and a stereo right but they're really monos and stereos that are remixed right so that they're good (laughs) so so i usually don't hear these weird versions of the the thing but but just basing it on listening experience that just the hotness of that first side is yeah it it is really amazing and it's it's placed this this version of this album on top 100 lists of all time
0: yep uh, uh being like wow like what an amazing yeah experience so and what about you know that hot side one but then side two has starts off with don't bother me little child till there was you hold me tight i want to be your man and not a second time yeah it makes for a much weaker second yeah step. yeah much 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 weaker hmm so <laughs> maybe maybe that maybe American fans, if you look at their original albums, side two is almost pristine quality, but side one <laughs> is worn out <laughs> it's all flat grooves or something. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it is. I mean, yeah. you know, hard to beat. I want to hold your hands, SAR standing there. This boy won't be long. All I've got to do and all my loving. Wow. Another uh difference uh is the and the cover.
1: Yes the cover is exactly the same as far as the faces. The picture used but that american version has that tinted blue kind yeah. of
0: like on the face what do you think of that i like it It's kind of cool yeah. uh it makes it stand out uh and, and then
1: adds some color to the uh with the is in blue and then the beetles it depends on what wh- what copy you got on the yeah. color uh, uh the tint of the Beatles. um oh yeah uh, i didn't notice that of sort of Sometimes they're green. Sometimes they're a little darker, uh, like a little more of a brown. Yeah, depending that's on what
0: what coast you got it from. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. So. That's what mine has. And this is just total American marketing because it says "Meet the Beatles," the first album by England's phenomenal pop combo, yeah. right on the top there. Whereas yeah. the you know "Meet the, the with the Beatles" doesn't have that kind of marketing on it. And then on the back, you've read about them in Time newsweek the new york <laughs> times here's the big beat sound of that fantastic phenomenal foursome meet the beatles <laughs> so just like dave dexter pulling out all the stops here with the marketing and the the gimmicks to to sell product and and like you said it is shorter it's only 26 minutes uh, from yeah, 31 26 minutes wow yeah if i bought a record now and it was 26 minutes
1: Oh, and I'd paid full price for it. I'd lose my mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's but, like an EP. It is like an EP, <laughs> but hey, it number one yeah. for eleven weeks. I guess the American audience wasn't bothered by that at that yeah, time. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, it really struck gold, and it was it was a great. I mean, obviously, a great idea to do it that way. Yeah, that way. But uh, I, so if I'm buying, I want bang for my buck. Yeah. Or I want ca- what I consider to be canon, which is you can mm-hmm. buy the 13. You can't. There's no way in the American albums you can re recreate the entire catalog of all of their music. In the English albums, you can because when they release those CDs, of course, we got past masters. Right, right. So that kind of filled out the here's all the singles and all of the like, like additional ep type things and all that all in one collection or two two collections (laughs) i guess uh so that fills out your you can i'm a completist you know i know (laughs) so i'm i'm start to finish i got all the beatles by getting the english stuff so i was never that interested in the american stuff and it also wasn't available and when i'm buying in the 90s in the 80s and late 80s early 90s there's not there's not where are you going to get this stuff you can maybe get it at a record store but records were dying
0: and you're right around. right the records aren't going to be around so yeah <laughs> yeah no, it's all all fair points i think it's kind of analogous to our discussions when we talk about remixes that you know if you don't like them you don't have to listen to them but they're it's another yeah. statement and so i would say this yeah. you know people poo poo the american albums like they're the worst things ever because oh they've got reverb and uh, they cut the tracks and blah blah yeah. blah. But they were really important for in terms mm-hmm. of the Beatles story and yeah. I, I think for that you know we can quibble. I think you know we're gonna end our episode when we, with a little bit of a rating on both listening qualities. But uh you know I think some of them are better than others. You know I think we liked yesterday and today. I thought that was a, I remember yeah. we we thought that was a pretty good collection. Yeah and that has some of those past masters tunes on it that weren't whereas, on albums. hey jude's like so weird yeah it's weird and it's kind like of like oldies
1: and... and newies but yeah yeah
0: like they're they're interesting so yeah. for that i think they're worth looking at and and considering
1: yeah. i think i'd wear i would were ia richer man that's the other thing is these are like record collecting sometimes it's like do i really want to pay 250 bucks for a <laughs> very good quality old record
0: right right
1: for 28 minutes of you know yeah
0: that you'll so, listen to a couple times and put on the shelf
1: yeah because you don't want to you don't want to listen to it too much or you're gonna yeah like the record's gonna wear it quality out. is gonna wear out you know i just yeah. got a big record cleaning whole thing i'll show Ooh. you all that after we all can, right get oh, off yeah, here yeah. a bunch, of, <laughs> <bought> a bunch <laughs> of crap just to clean records so
0: yeah uh, well, and it used to be, you could, you know, when I would go to the Fest for Beatle fans or when it was back in the day, Beatle Fest used to be able to find these albums, dime a dozen, these American yeah. albums were just yeah. cut rate because everyone wanted the Canon albums. Yeah. They wanted yeah. those, you know, that, that they wanted with the Beatles, they wanted hard days night from England. And so, yeah. you know, now I don't know where they stand. I haven't, I don't usually see too many Beatles albums anywhere I go and Yeah. Well, I'll
1: see them, but they're all they're too expensive. They're either too expensive. They're like real scratch up, real yeah,
0: beat up covers. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, you see almost any record store you walk into, you'll see a copy of Hey Jude. That's true. Um, looks awful. Yeah, they usually look like garbage. Yeah, but they're still like asking twenty bucks. Exactly. Exactly. Minimum. Yeah. So so it's sort of, but that's sort of the record game yeah unfortunately i gotta do the record game at the worst time <laughs> yeah. all the prices all the yeah. prices of the, the breeders just released something it's just their album with i think two extra tracks and it's like 60 dollars, basically Oof. so it's like what
0: is going on
1: here like wow. the prices are just getting insane on these things
0: well we're going to talk about that in a second with our little news item uh, about yep. speaking of another overpriced uh <laughs> New release coming out here. So, but Uh, just to to wrap wrap this up, up.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I still prefer with the Beatles just because of the. I mean, I listen to it so much; it's it's ingrained in my soul. So I and I just you know I got to give that like a nine. Yeah, you know it's great. It's fantastic. Maybe eight and a half. If you if you got all the Beatles records next to each other, it's it's hard to not give them all tens. But, True. you know <laughs> uh but but once you do start to divide them out it's like okay this is a little weaker than the top tier top tier your abbey roads your, your oh your yeah Sergeant pepper pepper top 10 yeah. albums of all time which they've got like four or five yeah uh, this is in that next tier down for sure it's not at the bottom which we've talked about our yeah. at the bottoms before but Um, but the meet the Beatles experience this week, which was fresh to me, um, was nice. I, I, I mean, it was very much in and out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 26 minutes. Uh,
1: but that, that first side, even if the second side's weaker, that first side's so hot.
0: Yeah. So
1: I, I, and I was initially surprised to say, what do you mean? Meet the Beatles is on the top hundred of all times and not. Anytime I saw lists and I'd see an American version of the album, I'd be a little bit like, yeah, but that's not the right one.
0: It's not the real one. That's not the one (laughs) they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: taking it as its own experience, it was a good experience. So I'd rate that probably a nine
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say I like, uh, well, with the Beatles, I would say is obviously great and maybe only dragged down by, I want to be your man or the little child. Some of the, oh, oh. <laughs> maybe one of those tunes, but, but still great. And as, like I mentioned earlier, a step forward mm-hmm. and would take you into 1964. Very well. I think it, it's a good bridge album to get to hard days night. Cause you're starting to see John like like we talked about the subject matter gets a little more interesting and, yeah. uh, and, and a little more polished. So Great, yeah, nine probably, and then meet the Beatles uh, for nostalgia reasons. I I I like to listen to it, Uh, but but I also realize that you miss some of the songs I really like too, some of the good covers. So they're uh, they're different. They're different.
1: Yeah, something you just said uh, made me think that. So the with the Beatles for uh, what it is, like you said, a bridge album, kind of. You know, yeah, to, yeah. To you landing you on bigger albums, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas Meet the Beatles is as big as you can get,
0: yeah, in really. America,
1: as far as like, oh my god, who are these guys? <laughs> you
0: know, like, you've read about them, in oh, News I've read Week about in them at the the New York Time Times,
1: Newsweek. There <laughs> yeah. was, I think we talked about there on November 22nd, the release of the date of the release of it on, on in England. In America, there was a news story about them. Right. That was right. on like uh the equivalent of like 60 minutes. It wasn't yeah. sixty minutes, but like a big news story about them. And then um, <laughs> or maybe it was that, the day before or something like that. And then yeah. it's like, oh, now all the
0: news is this other thing. Completely but, gone. Right. Right. So but no, uh... I, well, well worth both listening to. And you know, you can make a playlist of meet the beatles and if you don't have the original or you don't have to do too much just take with the beatles and substitute some stuff here and there and easy to do but different listening experiences so let us know what you think of your favorite which one you prefer now dave do you have your pre-order in well i'm looking at the website now and of the three so we're talking about ringo's Uh, rewind forward there are three versions you can get the upcoming four song ep of the vinyl 10 inch vinyl cassette and cd which one do you think is the most expensive well i would think it would be the vinyl you would wouldn't you yep i would however you i know you've already put your rewind forward (laughs) pre-order in for the cd for 25 dollars what on earth four track cd for 25. 25 yeah the cassette is a bar, a relative bargain at 11.98. Oh, that is a, a a bargain. And then the vinyl is 22.98. Wow. Wow. When's the release date? Uh you would think that it would be mentioned on here <laughs> on Ringo's website, but right now when I it doesn't say uh oh okay, ships on October 12th okay so we're, so we're it's, actually it's heading into, up heading into october tomorrow we're recording on the 30th so all right uh, yeah you'll get the four songs shadows on the wall feeling the sunlight rewind forward and miss jean yeah yeah. Well, we'll be we'll be reviewing that, of course, as we have all of the other EPs. <laughs> yep, he's already our clearing decks. the decks to listen to. That's he's right. got nothing to do. He's taking the day off from work. Yeah, I'm not gonna... celebrating Halloween. I'm going to be no. listening
1: to Rewind Forward <laughs> again in yeah. preparation for our upcoming episode on that. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll have one before then. We'll fi- we'll talk about that. Yeah, after they. But there is one other little uh, tidbit. Now we don't have any other any no. other news. No. Despicable. <laughs> but Despicable. At this point, we don't have any Beatles. All these rumors, these Beatles rumors a released by Christmas, and we've we got nothing. Nothing, and that's uh, so October tomorrow. On, on October tomorrow. We also don't have any of the... Usually by now, you get the announcement of uh, Black Friday Record Store Day. Oh, right. With right. all the titles listed. It almost always has a Ringo re- yep. re- release. It almost always has a paul release i am almost going to guarantee that the paul uh um band on the run um half speed master will be released Mm. on uh black black friday record store day that that Mm -hmm. see because it that is that exact scenario happened on regular record store day we got the (laughs) yeah that's right uh um was it red rose Speedway? red rose or... speedway yeah half speed master so i'm gonna guess that that's when it's gonna come out and i'm also gonna guess that they're gonna up the limit on the oh, yeah. you know because all these come out limited edition and all it's right. a certain amount but anytime you've got an album like that or any any uh fleetwood mac album or something very like famous
0: that, yeah. they're usually at rumors thousand,
1: yeah or, or 20,000 copies or something. So I bet you we'll get that uh, on that date. But we can't confirm any of that. No. Thanks a lot <laughs> to uh, Paul, to the Beatles, <laughs> to all that. So the only news we have is uh, from uh, Harrison. Yeah. Not <laughs> the one with George Harrison. Nope. But Danny Harrison. And he's just released a, a song. Um. So it is available now. A song called Damn That Frequency, and both Dave and I listened to it and I like it.
0: Yeah, me too. Funky, like yeah. the, this low, funky keyboard and like yeah. really grooving co- cool sound.
1: Very similar
0: to uh the vibes on yeah. his album.
1: And maybe you've heard him live if you if you went to see yellow uh on some dates, he was the opener. Yeah. so uh uh it's that same sort of vibe and i i think i like it a lot i, I think yeah me too good so check out damn that frequency now it said nothing about part of a album coming out or anything like that
0: so no. we don't know those details yet but yeah thumbs up to that he would be you know as i'm thinking here you know paul's going to be getting back paul's got back soon yeah uh going on tour and Ringo is currently in on tour in fact I think he was just in Kansas City or might be maybe tonight mm-hmm. he's here which I'm not going to uh I of any of the Beatle related artists I think Danny would be the one I'd be curious to actually see live yeah,
1: um, yeah I I found him to be great yeah that's what you it, said in that in that show so if he, he came he... around again I'd I'd certainly go see him I I yeah. did see um one iteration of it wasn't the less Claypool version. Oh, it yeah. It was the oh Ghost of a Saber Duke Dyer. Yes. I, I went and saw them and, and saw Sean. Uh, so that was that was quite good. I wonder yeah. if Julian would take to the road <laughs> at this point, too. I think he's continuing to have a little bit of a resurgence in his career. I know he's yeah. been doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that. I he Bill Mars. He was. He was.
0: Uh, a silly little uh, <laughs> basement show. That he was. He but otherwise, we're. Yeah in a holding pattern and we'll yeah. uh come up with the, like like chris said either uh we'll have another episode before or our next episode will be with you <laughs> oh, sitting yeah. sitting by your 25 dollar cd that you've pre-ordered <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i'm going cassette all the way <laughs> baby. you want that cassette yeah yeah it looks pretty great so. that uh, cassette so yeah yeah so we'll see but anyway in the meantime Uh, Keep in touch with us uh, at our Facebook, Twitter, and uh, I've got a Beatles podcast at hotmail.com. If you want to weigh in on our uh, meet the Beatles versus with the Beatles, Uh, I would love to hear some thoughts on that. Thanks as always for listening. We'll be back at you soon with a new episode.